I got a great question from Eric. He asks, what are the top determining factors to track a business's performance? Thanks, Eric. Let me answer your question. Hey there, everyone. It's David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, podcast where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized enterprises. Come on over to my blog site, davidcbarnett.com. All the latest blog posts, videos, et cetera, are here. If you come down here on the left, there's a place for you to sign up for my email list. You can check off the areas of, extra, of uh, topics that uh, you want to hear about, and I will only send you emails that relate to the topics that you choose. All right, let's get back to the question. So um, as far as I'm concerned, the things that a business person has to watch are the performance of the business. What is going on in the business and do I need to do anything about it today? And the place where you can watch your business the best is from the, from the financial statements, right? The accountants have spent three or 400 years trying to figure out how to represent everything going on in a business in a few pieces of paper. And if you're going to own a business, you need to figure out how to read them, okay? So I wanted to show you an income statement here today. And just for fun, I Googled sample income statement. And boy, did I come up with a great one because it's going to show you some of the problems I see all the time. So this uh, income statement right here, again, I just Googled sample income statement. And I got this Paul's Guitar Shop one. And you can see here that there are revenues from merchandise sales and from music lessons and total revenue. And then there's a whole bunch of expenses and net income. And this is exactly the kind of income statement that leads to trouble, okay? Because it will do the job of showing you how much money you made so that you can pay your taxes, but it does not present the information in a way that helps you manage the business, which is what we wanna do. We wanna be in business, we wanna use a financial accounting system keep it up to date, put every transaction in it so that we can actually use the information to manage the business, okay? So I went looking for another one because, and here's the, you're gonna see the problem when I show you the next example with this one. In this example right here, we can't be certain if our margins are correct or if our overheads are out of line. We, we, we don't know if there's a problem in this business where the problem might be coming from. But look at this next example. In this one, we have sales and we have cost of goods sold. What is the cost of goods sold? It's the direct costs that relate to the product we're selling. So if you were manufacturing, it would be the direct labor, the guys who work in the shop floor, and the materials that go into the item that you're selling. So with a cost of goods sold, we can then have a gross profit. And with the gross profit, we can actually measure to make sure that we're obtaining the proper margin on our product or service. So this is a sample, right? So it's just one line for cost of goods sold. But if you were running your own business and you were using um, you know, QuickBooks or Sage or any one of those things, what you would likely have is multiple lines of revenue. So if we talk about the music store again, which I just showed you, um, they would have maybe musical instrument sales, and then they might have supplies, you know, for strings, reeds, books, you know, uh, brass polish, you know, for the, for the trumpets and stuff. So supplies, and then they might have uh, lessons, and then maybe they have another service where they help or, uh, coordinate musicians for weddings and events, okay? So those would be four different revenue lines. And then in the cost of goods sold, you would want to have four different cost lines. 
because the margin or the markup on the instruments is likely smaller than the markup on the supplies, right? And so different categories of product within the same business could have different margin or markup targets. And if we don't have them broken out and the numbers put in properly, then we don't know if we are actually hitting our target markup, right? We don't know if we're actually making enough money on each thing. And, and you say, Dave, well, how could that be? You know, if I put, if I buy something for 50 bucks and put a hundred dollar price tag on it, then I'm going to be making a hundred percent markup or a 50% margin. You know, why would it not be the case? Well, here's where it's not the case. It's when you have more than one kind of direct cost. So uh, I once worked with a guy who was in the cabinetry business and he would have, you know, he'd price kitchen cabinets, for example. He thought he was getting a certain margin, but what was happening is his workers had to keep going back to fix things. And as that labor mounted, at the end of the day, the margin he was aiming for was never achieved because of quality problems when the cabinets were first made. And he didn't know any of that. All he knew is that he wasn't making any money. So we get the direct costs figured out so that we can have a gross profit. This allows us to make sure that we know we're making money on every kind of different product and service because another thing that I often see is that they won't be making enough money on a certain product and the more they sell of it, the worse off they are. Next category is your overhead or your operating expenses. These are the costs of being open. So if the factory floor workers labor is part of the direct cost, the cost of goods sold, what about the people who work in the front office answering the telephone they're part of the overhead. So we have to pay those people regardless of if we sell 100 widgets or 1,000. And so that's the cost of being open. So these overhead expenses, you know, all of your utilities, your property tax, you know, fees, all this kind of thing are going to be in here. What you're watching this for is to see if there's any kind of creep in your expenses. So, you know, you keep renewing your internet contract with the internet provider and they keep moving up your cost every year, your overhead is going to creep up. So if you're watching these numbers month by month, you're gonna be able to see, hey, how come my overhead has gone up by $500 this month? And you can investigate, and then if there are opportunities to control those costs, you can take action. Again, you need to be able to watch it regularly to know if things are changing. And then the third category are the non-operational or strategic things. So how are we financing the business? You know, what are we paying in interest or what are we gaining from, from you know, investments we made, et cetera? You can have a very profitable business, but if you have financed it with merchant cash advance loans that are costing you 60% APR, it doesn't matter how well you run the business, you may still not end up making money because you're paying a huge amount of money in finance charges. So how do we know if that's a problem? By having that section broken out so that we can see what sort of drag those decisions are making on the performance of the business. And so you set up your financial statements correctly in the beginning. And, and this is something that I struggle with all the time when I'm talking with entrepreneurs. They look at these financial statements as a necessary evil so that they can file their tax return. And the way you should be looking at it is a report card on the functioning of your business that you used in order to make decisions. 
because if you're keeping an eye on all these things, you're going to be able to know if you're doing something right or you're doing something wrong, and you're going to be able to know right away the results of any decisions that you make because you're watching them every month. And if things start to go askew, you can respond. That was the second half of Eric's question, is how do you know what the proper response is if you see a shift in any of these factors? Well, if, you're, if your overhead expenses start to go up dramatically quickly, then you have to investigate why. If your gross profit starts to go down, is because your sales are declining or because some of your direct costs have gone up? And if you suddenly see that direct costs have gone up, then it means you need to implement a price increase, right? Or find another place to save money. So if you own a restaurant and suddenly the cost of frozen French fries goes up, your margin starts to slip, what do you do? Do you raise the price or do you reduce the portion size, right? And, and those are the decisions that you make. If, if things are profitable and you're not watching these things and it just kind of continues to make money and then one month you make a little bit less and you're not watching each of these categories, here's what happens is you say, oh, we had a bad month. Maybe next month it'll be better. And what happens is these problems take hold and they start to grow within the business. And by the time you are forced to deal with them, it's usually because you've entered a period where you're not making money anymore. Maybe debts or liabilities are growing. And then suddenly you are forced to do it because of the circumstances that get created by those problems. And once you've dug the hole, then it takes a huge effort to get out of it because not only do you have to fix the business and get it back to operating profitability, but you then also need to dig, you know, you fill the hole back in, right? So it takes you longer to fix it than the problem, than the time it took to create the problem typically, which is why you have to be on top of things every day from the start. All right. If you are having problems getting your head around all of these numbers that I'm talking about, and you're thinking about buying a business or you want to do a due diligence on a business or you own a business and you want to expand or grow or make a change, what you should do is you should head over to uh, bizplanschool.com uh, or go to my website. You'll find a link. You want to go to the financial forecast and business plan writing program. And uh, it's a 13-week program where I teach you from scratch how to build a proper cash flow forecast for a business and then use that forecast to create an income statement and a balance sheet and all the other things. And as we're, te as we're teaching you how to do it, I'm explaining why everything is important and how you use the numbers and how things relate to each other. And with that, we'll say see you later. And thanks again, Eric, for the question. If you guys have any questions, please send them in. That's where I get content for this channel. Hit like, hit subscribe if you haven't already, and we'll see you next week. Bye.